0: Love is not this, this hugs and kisses and, and romance type of thing. Love is so many things beyond Twitter-pated emotions. When we love ourselves to such an extent, that love then just emanates out and we instinctively know how to carefully love someone else.
1: So I have just finished a really lovely interview with Kid and Candy from High Vibes Up on their YouTube channel. Um, Now, we were talking about trauma and acceptance and both Kid and Candy have got amazing stories to tell. They're a mother and son team. And I think that they're lessons their journey that they've been on their self work their inner work that they've been doing they share so much inspirational stuff with all of us i think this is really really timely for what everyone's going through and if we want to wake the world a better place so we cover about what we mean by inner work and some of the examples that they can share that they've been dealing with we look at how to stay neutral and observe the situation from a neutral standpoint so that we can really make sure that we're not that we're reacting from a response mode not going straight into reactivity mode which can be so damaging to relationships and very importantly we look at the importance of love and family moving forward and how if we all prioritize that then the world will be a better place for all of us. So I really hope that you enjoy this as much as I did. I hope you enjoy getting to know Kid and Candy. All their links will be below the video as usual or below the podcast as usual. So please sit back and stay curious and stay free. Right. I am really happy today um, to be introducing on my channel two new guests to my listeners. So we have got Candy and Kid from High Vibes Up. Um, I've been listening to you guys for a while because I was introduced to you from the our mutual friends through the ASEA contacts, actually. And that's how I found your channel. And I was like, how did I not know about you guys before? So... I thought it was going to be really lovely to get you on my channel initially and so that my listeners, if they haven't come across you, can find out more about you. So thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure for us to be here. And and um, you're, you are very well
0: loved and known and, and we've seen your work as well. Amazing.
1: Oh, thank you. And I think as we go through this chat today, and it's going to be folks listening, it's going to be very much a chat between friends, not an interviewer suck. But we've got, the more I've been speaking backwards and forwards on messaging with you, Candy, the more I've realized we've got so much in common and listening to both of your work with all the natural healing remedies, with taking this your sovereignty, your power back, taking back control of your life. So before we get into the nitty gritty, can I ask you both to introduce yourselves to sort of my listeners, to my my tribe, and um, tell us a bit about how you started High Vibes Up.
2: Well, how
3: we started High Vibes Up was, um, well, we first began with many different other names, like Cooking with a Vibe and stuff like that. And... One day I just had a dream of a club that I was running and it's called HVU. And I'm like, ooh, I like that. It's a High Vibes Up club. (laughs) And that's how we came up with the name was the High Vibes Up, the HVU family. Yeah. Was through
1: through that dream. Tell us all about yourselves, about your relationship with each other and why you decided to start a channel in the first place. Well, I'm Candy, and
0: this is Kid, and we're a mother-son team. I've always had it in my heart to want to reach out to people to help them with their life and help them heal themselves. And um, but there was there was so much that needed to be worked on within me and us um first before we could get to that place. And our first, a um, really first big uh, change was back in 2009. And we, we were one of the first to lose our houses to the um, foreclosures. Mm-hmm. Um, and we nearly lost our marriage. That's when kid got into his car accident. My daughter was diagnosed with cancer. My grandson was born with a hole in his heart and breathing and eating just was really didn't work together so it there there was and there was just so much more that happened. We all lost our jobs too, and it was um it was a major stripping in our life, but it was that accident with kid that led him down his drug journey. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, that led me down um. Many different drug journeys. First, it was opiates because I broke both my legs in the 2009 car accident. Did two 360s, went down a ditch. As soon as it came out of the ditch, the floor of the car ripped off. Um, Went about 60 meters until my legs just caught and snapped and just shattered. The doctors told me for two weeks straight that I would never walk again. And that's when I
2: kept that positive mindset. You know what? I'm not going to listen to them. I'm going to walk. How old Two were weeks. you? What was that? How old were you when that happened? 23. Gosh. Uh, no, uh, but I think I was 21.
3: I don't remember. I'm really
2: yeah. bad at <laughs> no,
4: it.
3: 21 to through that. 23. One of those yeah. ages. Yeah. And, um, uh, that was the beginning of, well, two weeks in the hospital, four weeks out of the hospital. I took my first, my first step two weeks after that, a total of six weeks, I went straight back to work. And then I was on Percocet, Vicodin, Norco, and I got addicted to all, all three of those. And they were free since I was on Medi-Cal, which is California's uh, Medicaid. And I was popping pills, drinking alcohol. So I was going down that path of addiction with that. And then that led me into the hardcore drugs of crystal meth. I was on that for four years. I literally lost everything. My ha- um, I lost the place I lived, my car, my job. I was homeless on the street, living under a bridge for a year and a half. So I know exactly how it feels to stuff my clothes and newspapers just to feel warm at night. Um, and that's also when I was abducted.
2: And I was abducted for about
3: a month, maybe two. And they just used and abused me.
0: Time was a blur, though. So it was, it was. difficult to know... If it was less time or even more time.
3: But what's funny is that because of that trauma of hearing the little boys and little girls in the other rooms also screaming of them getting abused as well. I walked all those memories away and they just came back this year. Wow. And that really threw me for a loop
2: remembering all of these memories. and.
3: It it was it was very painful for me to accept the guilt, the survival, the survivor's guilt. I tried killing myself over five times by overdosing. That never worked. <laughs> I'm a suicide uh, failure <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> so now I am coming up to my seventh year clean of all drugs of all suicidal thoughts. I am free of all things that are bringing me down. So now I just want to use everything that I have in my arsenal to help those that have been through my shoes or are going through my shoes. And that's, that's my mission.
0: On any uh, level of scale that he's, he's been through he can assist with. Yeah. And then then there's my perspective, watching my son go through that and my um, my heart's cry on deaf ears and how I had to handle that and how I had to get back on with my own life and how I did that. So there's there's always two sides to every type of trauma like this, The,
1: the one who's going through
0: it and then the family who's affected.
1: Yeah. Very much so. And I know when we first spoke, I was so blown away by your story and the fact that you're now working together doing this is is such an inspiration to everyone. Because one of the things that you said to me, Kid, really sort of hit home and... We're making this um, this first chat that we're having together YouTube friendly. So you can see we're already talking in code because we're both used to getting strikes for various things. <laughs> um, so we're gonna be very well behave today. But one of the things you said to me and it really hit home because I work a lot with animals that have been through severe abuse and stress. And that's my real passion is working with animals and their humans and their lives in that order. Um, and one of the things you said to me, which I really, really resonated, was the fact that the last thing that that people want when they've been surviving and gone through a journey like this, yeah, and that's really, really important, isn't it, kid?
2: It really is the strength, seeing the strength in the people's eyes. no pity
3: it's It's one thing to. Stand there, but to say the one thing that we want to hear,
2: you are safe with me. Mm. Without any questions, nothing.
3: Because questions from what has happened to me brought me back into reliving it. Yeah. So when I'm ready to talk about it, I'm not reliving it, but I'm bringing it up. Yeah. And that's what we need to do is... Allow the person to bring it up when they are ready, but just know that they are safe in our space.
1: And that's so potent because it's so important when we're dealing with animals as well. Because so many, I mean, I have a lot of animals that I've rehomed and they've come from some of them a lot of traumatic backgrounds, some not so. I've got one cat sitting here and one cat there, they've come from all over the globe. Um but that's so true because once you start labeling a person or an animal then it can affect how everyone interacts with that. I mean how did you deal with that Candy? You know when you two came back together again and reformed your bond because you've been through an incredibly turbulent journey together as mother and son um how did you deal with sort of um Dealing with kid and you, your relationship as it is now, rather than labeling through the trauma and the problems that have gone on over the previous years.
0: So one of the, one of the things that I have learned is, is to remain in a neutral and observant place. Just like a scientist looks through a microscope at what is happening with um, the blood that he's looking at, um he doesn't get attached to it and say, Oh no, this cell is dying. You know, he just observes it and he writes it down. And so being in that place allowed me to witness my emotions and those those um any memories that might come up, and to be able to just watch them go on by without attaching to it. And Then there was intuitively seeking the guidance that I needed for him. Uh, For instance, I was told, start sending kid text messages. Okay, what do you want me to say? I'm proud of you for all the decisions that are taking your life in a forward direction. And so every day I would send that text. I love you mom (laughs) and i asked him later i said how did you take that and he said well at first i just scoffed at it because it was ridiculous
3: and Mm -hmm. it was irritating and i'm like oh there's another one yeah Uh, there's
0: another it's right (laughs)
3: um
0: but he said something interesting happened after about a week your text message did not come in and i found myself checking my phone over and over. And after about 15 minutes, I just started to weep because mom forgot about me. And then all of a sudden, bling!
3: it became my lifeline.
0: And it was his lifeline. So there are, there are, you know, it's important. I found it important to really tap in intuitively every step of the way. And it wasn't easy. And the way I'm talking makes it sound like it was, but there were many nights that I would cry. There were many nights that I felt like my heart was ripping out. Um, and there's a little technique that I learned from a friend a long time ago, and I applied it in this situation, which brought me through it. And that was to ask yourself the hard question. You know, it's the fear of the unknown that torments us. And so if we can find what that unknown is, you know, um, A plus B equals unknown. If we can find that unknown, then it really helps us to see a light at the end of the tunnel, to see where our path is heading, what journey we're on, and how to handle all those things. So my tough question was, the phone call. What's the worst thing that could happen in this situation was that phone call. Mrs. Schultz, would you come identify your son's body? And I wept when I when I realized that would be the worst of it. I wept and wept. And then when I got myself together, I asked myself these questions. Can I handle it if that happens? yeah, I can handle it. It'll hurt like hell, but I can handle it. Can I move on? Yeah, it'll be tough, but I can. And so I walked myself through that one step at a time to get to the place to where I was then able to set that aside because the unknown is no longer unknown. It's known. Mm -hmm. And I know that I could find the strength to handle it, especially through my husband. It was a great support with me. And um, uh, and so then I was able to move on with my life. Something interesting happened that I learned about that. When I moved on with my life,
1: guess who felt it?
2: (coughs) I felt the pull. I felt the
3: cut. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And how did that affect where you were at at that stage, kid?
3: At that stage I was I found a place to stay at which was at a another druggie's house and living in his garage for a little bit. Um and I just fun-
2: suddenly felt that snap and it was about
3: two two weeks after that when I tried killing myself for the very last time. And I was kicked out of another house I was visiting, another drugie's house, of course. And I had to walk six miles after slamming um, ten needles into my
2: arm, ten full, um, you could insulin needles of Chris Crystal Meth. And halfway through the walk, time just suddenly
3: stopped. And I found myself at the gate of hell. I opened up the gates of hell and I looked inside and I'm like, oh, no, I turned around and I looked at the path. I'm like, well, this is going to be a long trek back, but here I go. And that was the moment I made that conscious decision. I'm going to get myself clean. Then I found a job. I found a place to stay. And. I got my life back on track and it was what about 9 maybe 9 maybe 10 months being clean I then moved back in with you guys mm-hmm. and I've been clean ever since
0: yeah that 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 was um just because he was clean and he moved back in that did not mean everything became okay right away mm-hmm. there was There was some trust that needed to be built and there were still all the emotions. And every time, every time, (laughs) it's like the attacks, you know, the, the angel on one side, the demon on the other, right? And the whisperings that would happen. Look what he's doing now. Are you sure you can trust him? And everyone told me, everyone told me including his dad
2: once a junkie once... always drugie.
0: Mm-hmm. don't don't trust him again but i knew something deeper and there there's there's um love is not this this hugs and kisses and and romance type of thing love is found in neutrality and love is consistent
2: it's it is always
0: awareness. Love is so many things beyond the um, Twitter-pated emotions, you know that, that we have. And that's what was our next step to work on was that love for ourselves and for each other. and this, that ourselves became even more important. Than showing it for each other. Because when we love ourselves to such an extent, that love then just emanates out, and we instinctively know how to carefully love someone else. It just happens organically. And so, um, whenever I found the struggle of love, I would just go within find out where that issue was Mm,
2: that that literally began our journey to
3: reaching out to people Mm. with herbs and doing that um and then we went into counseling and then high lives up was created
1: yeah it's an incredible story i mean with everything that's going on at the moment, and everything that we've all been talking about over the last few years. The thing that's really striking me so powerfully about you two is how much inner work you've both done and how that comes across in your communication. Um, And I'm really blown away by it because when we listen to it, doesn't matter what what whether you're still on mainstream when you're listening to the type of stuff that the three of us listen to and everything. I still see so much projection going on there. And I've listened to a lot of your work now, and it's consistent, this level of communication, calm observer communication with a lot of fun and joy for life thrown into the mix as well. And you cannot get that without having gone through the work yourself. I mean, it sounds easy, the inner work, and as you've explained, it's not, it's a long process and you've been working on this, both of you, for a long while. But would you be happy to share some of your key takeaways and key lessons? Because my take on where we're all at now as humanity is without each one of us doing this inner work, we cannot move forward. We can't keep saying it's their fault. It's their fault. We're waiting for this mm-hmm. person to do this. It all starts right here with us. It does.
3: Through that drug journey, it opened me up to the spiritual reality. It's like it a skyrocket high in the spiritual reality. And I've learned a lot since then. And what I've learned the most is the brain about the brain how the brain focuses so much upon negativity with a whole sentence it could be a whole positive sentence but it focuses upon that one negative word and changes the whole thing into a negative thing
0: like the word but is is a negative word yeah and it always is in the middle of the sentence da-da-da-da-da-da, but
1: da-da-da-da-da-da.
3: same thing with <laughs> the words
1: my husband and i speaking.
3: it's the same thing with the words um we are perfectly imperfect beings and the mind doesn't focus upon the perfect it focuses upon the imperfect seeing that we're imperfect so it tells us that we're imperfect and it just keeps us down in the dumps but my stars have taught me how to say the same thing without using the word imperfect i am perfect today but i could be even more perfect tomorrow and more perfect after that it's saying the same thing just without that negative word so what is there for the mind to focus on all positive so it keeps you in that going up momentum instead of going back down because we're not supposed to be going like this we're supposed to be going like this
1: (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because, you know, we hear this so much, don't we, about life being a roller coaster. But to me, that's just a belief system. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be in practice. For most of us, it is because we can take a while to learn. But equally, you're so right. You know, it doesn't have to keep getting those big dips in there once you learn how to manage them. And what you were saying there is so important. You know, any of us, when you're working with children or animals, The one thing you don't talk about in your communication is what you don't want. Because energetically, that's what they're picking up. So what you were saying there makes so much sense. So much sense.
3: And the mind is such an intellectual thing that it even splits words apart to find something negative within it, like the word good. Did you know that that's a psychological warfare word? The word good has been instilled in us good versus evil all the time. Always good versus evil. Always separation. Always one side versus the other side. But the word good, if you change the VS to the IS, and then you put an A, and then you switch the E and the V, what do you get? You get good is a veil. It keeps you stuck in the same loop over and over again because good is go OD, go overdose, go overdose on what? Go overdose on evil energy. That's why they
2: say good versus evil all the time.
1: Yeah. Idris agrees. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, he's, comes to do it. he's liking this fire in here, so now I have to put my computer further away because he's second on my lap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. This whole concept of duality. Yes, you know, whether we can get into the, the discussion about whether we're living in a, a universe of 3D, 4D, 5D duality, but equally, we do have choice over it, and those choices as on that you're making on a daily basis are so, so important. I mean, Candy, with what you've, you were saying that you started this work with yourself. I mean, you, you know, that was a lot that you went for back in the, was it 2009 that you were saying? Um, what are some of the most powerful things that you've learned about the inner work for people that if, if someone's listening to this and they really don't understand what we're talking about by the inner work, give us some examples that have really worked for you.
0: Well, let's let's take vulnerability. So vulnerability
1: is has
0: been taught to us that we're we're in a weakened state in a state that that can be attacked and never show your vulnerable side Mm -hmm. however being vulnerable leads to transparency which leads to healing one time i was asked by a family member why do you talk about the things that go on in the family and i said because secrets kill secrets damage and when you don't have a secret it it just releases everything, so kid and I rely. Well, we were going to go live, and I looked at him and and we'll do this often, you know these these little conversations, um, which by the way, um, we've started like our Wednesday
3: por- rambles, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, our porch <laughs> ramblings where we just talk about all of this kinds of stuff and people sit in and they love it, but I said to him kid if things come up between you and I when we're live then we need to deal with it live N- not only because it's 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 a secret it, you know when you say excuse me we've got to deal with this and then you close everything down and you deal with it behind closed doors
3: no how one's is, benefit
0: yeah how is anyone going to learn from that
3: we've actually been through a situation where she and I, you know, we dealt with it right then and there. And it was a really heated discussion. Yeah, and I was. mean, we were we were throwing daggers and we were, it was fun. <laughs> you know, that that queen in me was just having that fun, you know, throwing those daggers. And one of our family members came up to us and was like,
2: thank you for that. Because I've never ever um experienced how to
3: go through a situation like this with another family member. And yeah. now I have a blueprint of how I can handle those type of situations,
0: and they said, i'm sixty one years old, and that's a long time to never learn have learned this or seen it. And one of the misconceptions or a myth program, is that being vulnerable means that you're opening yourself up to be attacked. And that's that's not true. No one can hurt us unless we allow it.
4: Yeah. And,
0: and so the inner work is understanding, me understanding myself to such a way that if someone brings something up, I can observe it for what it is that has every issue to do with them and their attack has nothing to do with me yeah and being vulnerable and transparent is also a very beautiful way of interfacing with each other and you know we are going to be moving into telepathic communication and when you think Someone else is going to hear it. Why not start now? <laughs> <laughs> My husband I, and
1: I communicate like this the whole time. And of course, when we're communicating with animals, that's exactly what we're doing the whole time. And you know, there's not a child that's born that doesn't have that ability. It's just, they get told they're not. But what you were saying there about the being vulnerable and having those conversations in public because secrets are so, so damaging to the soul. And for me, anytime there's a secret, there's often a huge amount of shame associated mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. So and- by, mm-hmm. by what your approach, you, you're immediately dissipating a lot of that shame that people hold on to that is, causes so much damage to each and every person's life. That's a really good way to put it. Uh, I, I I find myself
0: um, sometimes not having the right words to describe how I went through something or um, how I experience it. So that was a really good way of explaining that. Perfect.
1: Oh, thank you. I think you're brilliant at explaining it. And to be able to have, you know, we are living in a world That is so ridiculously politically correct. I mean, I'm old enough kid to have grown up at a time where it was completely acceptable to have what we call a good heated debate
4: Mm -hmm. about something,
1: and you could have a really good debate with friends. More difficult with family members, often, isn't that interesting? (laughs) But and you you didn't have to agree with your friends on loads of things you didn't agree with your friends about but you were still really good friends because those opinions didn't define you um as a person but nowadays it's virtually impossible anywhere particularly on a lot of social media platforms to have these discussions because people take such offense so how do you deal with that aspect of things and and sort of not take things personally because again it's such a great thing to say but far far more difficult in my experience to actually put into practice
0: well um when we first started our platform it was difficult I mean it it felt like we were um, tripping over that stuff continuously and and dealing and going within and dealing with all those emotions. And every now and then it'll come in, you know, just recently it did for Kid. And he was saying to me the other night, he goes, Wow, that comment is still irritating me. And I said, So what's going on with that within you? Where is that coming from? And so, um, we, You know how it is like iron sharpens iron, kid and I, um, we, we help each other to really look at what is happening and bring us right exactly to the point. Why run around the mountain or around, around the bush over and over again to get to the point much later when you can do it right away and then move on with your life. These These types of things, when we carry them and we bear them, which we're not meant to, it can manifest in physical ailments or physical injuries Mm. to our bodies.
3: I have a story for that.
0: Please share that. That's (laughs) that's a good one.
3: So uh, Candy and I both went to Home Depot to go buy some trees because we wanted some fruit trees. During the winter, of course. Um, So we decided to go plant them. And she asked me to help with one of them. And I was, for some reason, I was just pissed. And I was angry. And so much rage came out of me as I was, you know, patting it down and whispering all these hateful words. And, yeah, that's not a good thing to do when you're planting a tree, right? Well, About
2: 10 minutes right after that, an anal abscess
3: manifested in my body. A four by two anal abscess. And I had to go and go to the hospital and get it uh, drained. So it can manifest like that. Yeah. When you have so much anger, rage, or something that is just, you know, enveloping you. And it's not yours because we are high vibrating beings. We are made in God's image, which means that we're not made to think negative thoughts, have negative feelings, have negative emotions. Those are not ours. They are placed within us to bring us back down. And when it brings us back down, well, that's when we start losing control. That's when we start losing ourselves. We start losing our freedom. And we don't, and we're no longer a sovereign being. We are a obedient being because we're listening to the thoughts. I've come to realize that all these thoughts, every time that they start coming up, I shush them. I literally, and it helps to stop the thoughts because the brain is in our body and it must listen to what we want it to do, right? So I give it a command of shh. And it stops that thought. And the more that I do it, the less thoughts that I have and the less thoughts that I have, the more I'm able to focus upon what I'm supposed to be doing for that day.
1: Yeah. Amazing. I hope everyone's listening to this. There's so many good advices because the level of anger that um, or or projection that sort of most people are holding and, you know, I absolutely feel this. I'm not... (laughs) Not excluding myself from this at all. Whenever I've had these conversations, I'm very much including myself in it. But it's just got to a stage where it's ridiculous. And and when you no wonder, you've got to look at, at how most of our leaders behave. But you know, we can't keep saying about it's them, it's them, it's them. We have to put the mirror up to ourselves and say, Yeah, but how are we behaving? Because you know are you very much believers that we create our own reality Mm -hmm. yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah so you know this this self-accountability and these tools have been able to deal with it ourselves how do you think I mean what would you like to see sort of where, where we're at right here right now you know we're near the end of 2022 I think back in 2020 we didn't think we'd be right here now but we are and there's obviously a reason for it so what are your hopes and aspirations for you know what next what next for humanity from kid and can
0: I can sum that up in two words love and family uh because that's where it needs to go there once you get to a point to where you understand what's happening, and whether you participate in the the gov- um, politics or what have you, um, that is is something that a person needs to know in their own journey. But once you've gotten settled in that, it's time to move into the inner self, the inner healing. And the family. And as you take a look at that, look at everything that comes into your life and into your family and decide does that cause separation? And if it causes separation, find a way to boot it out and then fill it in with something that brings togetherness. When, as Kid and I were being shown this, I said to him, you know, I was. Thinking about fans and subscribers, subscribers.
2: everyone else.
0: And I I (laughs) got the sense, this energetic sense it's them and then us. Well, that leaves a great big cavern. Cavern, cat, how do you say that? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's not quite the word. Like um, bigger than cavern, like a preface. Something like that. Yeah. Big hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it's a black hole. <laughs> uh and and I said, we can't we can't no longer do that. That's separating us from our HVU family. And that's where HVU family was birthed. Because they are family. Anything else is a cause of separation. And we need to bring people in. In and closer, and help them to feel what love and family is all about, and help them to get there just like we did.
3: We've had many emails saying, You saved my life. Mm-hmm. You creating this channel, I now have a family that I can connect with, people that I know that I can talk to, people that I can actually hang out with. And I didn't even know how many people out there were in my shoes. Yep. Yeah. So thank you, because you saved my life. I was on the verge of committing suicide. A lot of them were like that.
2: And, and okay.
0: And so not only are they getting um, family and learning how to, what family is all about and how to look at it, but they're getting how to develop that within their own life too, because they watch kid and I interact. And when it <laughs> comes up, it gets dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, excuse me, can we have this a little conversation on this? <laughs> and so we'll just, you know, talk about it. And it doesn't always feel good. do, I'm aware, like there's this little space of energy right here that has embarrassment, um, shame. I can feel it
4: Mm -hmm.
0: as I am talking about this, but I also recognize that is not who I am. And where those came from is not who I choose to envelop within me. So it can stay right out of my energy space. And then I continue to move through, and he does the exact same thing.
3: Yeah, especially when they're like, kid, you need to leave your mama alone. Mama is doing good work. Leave her (laughs) alone.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's hysterical. But, but it's such good advice so, because, you know, the love and the family, this is exactly where the separation has been. And that has to start with yourselves. So coming full circle back to the self-love. Now, it's in, for me, I don't know whether it's British. I don't know whether it's me. I don't know if it's my age combination of all of these, I suspect. But I used to find this this subject of self-love incredibly triggering. Oh yes, because certainly I've certainly been brought up that you mustn't boast, you mustn't talk about yourself. You know, we, there's a a big difference with how British people of my age behave and American. You know, we, we're we're two ends of the scale in terms of expression. So now I can laugh about it because I can see where all that comes from inside of me, but it's still a challenge to sort of say. That's self-acceptance, that's self-love. So have you got some tips for the viewers about where they can start with this?
2: Post-its. Post-its all
3: over the house, especially in the bathroom, on your mirror, on your doors, like, I love you, now say it. (laughs) 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 It's a good way, because when you have a reminder, when you can actually see it, or even even if it's in your peripheral, it works because your mind still still sees it that's a good way of um bringing into your experience more self-love and the reason why that it's a very big trigger is because of the old programs that was instilled in us Mm kind of like the program from the bible love thy neighbor as you love thyself why are you second you need to be first love thyself too. love thy neighbor because when you love thyself the love and emanates from you automatically, which loves thy neighbor, loves thy family, loves thy, thy friends and everyone else around you. But they said that if you love yourself first, then you are being self-centered. Absolutely. And being self-centered is really bad. It's not okay to be self-centered, but it is okay to be selfish. It's okay to love yourself, give yourself time, put yourself first, because when you put yourself first, you help others to put themselves first too. Because when you're first, they're first. When you're last, you're literally putting your family last.
2: Because nobody's first. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: The cats in our life, uh, it's so hysterical, my cat down here, it just keeps, it's about to leap onto the table because there's a fly whizzing round. <laughs> <I see> it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a big one and I think it's got to be addressed because you can see when you, you really are reacting to all those triggers, it does always come back to self love doesn't it? So what about you, Candy? Have you got any words of wisdom where people can start with this one?
0: every time a trigger or an emotion comes up step just step out of yourself as the best way i can i can put it it kind of like in, in doctor strange when he was looking for a way to heal his hands and he went to um the monk yeah the monk and she she went like this and his consciousness came out of his body and he stood there In his consciousness, observing everything without the emotion. His body had all the emotion, but the consciousness didn't. And so this is what I mean by pull yourself out of it. Pull yourself behind the emotion and look at the emotion. And you don't have to say, that's my emotion. But just observe, that's the emotion going through the body. And how interesting that the body would start, that the body is feeling embarrassed or angry or ashamed. And is that who I am? Absolutely not. Who you are is wonderfully and, and majestically made. You have been. you have had so many experiences from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. You are ancient as ancient can be. But all of that is hidden from us. This this huge veil that, it, or thick veil that's been put over our eyes so that we would not remember how ancient and beautiful we are. And when you begin to to connect in and tap into that knowledge that you are not this vessel. You have been many vessels, and some vessels may not have even been pretty. But it's seeing beyond the vessel and understanding that these are programs that Have come up. These are experiences from this lifetime, many past lifetimes, and loving it and saying, Thank you for coming up and showing yourself to me. And I no longer need you. Thank you, greed. Thank you, pride. Thank you, ego. Thank you, shame. I appreciate you showing that area so that I'm aware and I see you.
2: Acknowledgement, acceptance, allowance, and then letting go.
1: Perfect, perfect. I I absolutely love this conversation. It's not very often that you hear me this quiet. (laughs) It doesn't happen very often and you two have achieved it absolutely beautifully today because I've just been absorbing all your wisdom um, and your energy as well. I'm not an energy vampire, but it's, you know, the thing is, it's like I always say, it's very obvious when you're interacting with people who really is doing the inner work. And for me, it's very, very obvious with you both that you are. So I there's so much else I want to but for me, that's a perfect place for today because so much great advice for people at a time when I really, really feel that people need this. They really, really need this. It's exciting understanding how much has been hidden from us. It's exciting what what we once we start realizing what is going on in the outer world but none of that is as exciting as when we really start mastering ourselves right. and all of our own destiny in my book um you guys are absolutely amazing i'm going to have to invite you back um there's so much more i want to talk to you about are there anything else that you'd like to finish with before we tell everyone how they can contact you
3: Yeah, there's actually a visualization that I would like to give everybody with that um, acknowledgement, acceptance, allowance, and letting go. Kind of think of your body whenever it goes into that emotional breakdown that um, when the thoughts are overwhelming, when you're feeling overwhelmed, just think of your car as it's broken down on the side of the road. Who do you call? The AAA, you know, the tow truck company. So you acknowledge that your car is broken down. You then call the tow truck company. They come by, you accept their terms of picking up your car. You then allow them to do what they need to do to go where they need to go to drop off your car. And then you just let the uh, mechanics do their work. Which is the energies. The people that are here to help you. Just let it go. Let go of the old programs. Let go. Just say that to yourself. I'm letting go of the old programs. I'm letting go of these thoughts. I'm letting go of these emotions. And I'm letting go of these feelings. Because they're
2: no longer mine. So that's a good
3: visualization right there.
1: (laughs) brilliant visualization yeah that would definitely work for me thank you so so much candy what about you any final words oh i did have something in it
3: i'm sorry no, <laughs> i shouldn't let you all. go first <laughs> that's a, that's the thing that i need to learn with her because whenever yeah. um something comes into her mind it just you know disappears really fast
1: <laughs> I am so with you. That's why I have my notepad here because I have to jot it down because otherwise I'm so intently listening by the time then I've gone on to it. So, yeah.
3: <coughs> See, a booby pad would work for you very well. <laughs> I've been telling her that for years. A little booby pad, just pull it out, right <laughs> no, put it back.
0: <laughs> oh, love it. So, um, I don't remember what it was that came to me, but this just dropped in and that is to remain in the now moment,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, when, when we're not meant to live in the past, we're not meant to live in the future, although both can be guidance for us in the now, but remaining in the now is so powerful and so healing. And if you have a constant pull to those, those previous memories that, um, well, my mom always did this, my dad always did this, and, and my sister, and my brother, and my uncle, and my, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're finding yourself constantly pulled in the back in the past with those memories, you know your mic is off, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, be in the awareness to pull yourself back up to the very now moment. Our minds were not meant Our heart space was not meant to be anywhere else but right here, right now. And as you practice that, less and less memories come. There were things, I I didn't, um, I just had a conversation with my sister and she said, do you remember such and such? And I said, I have no memory of it. And it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It does not mean that you are not well. It means that you are now living so much in the now moment that nothing else exists. But there, it's, it's um, deeper than that. In my recent meditation, I was pulled into this, this room that had this blinding light. You know, it's like this where it's so bright, you can't see. And all of a sudden, it's like the Akashic Records just opened up and I saw conversations and I saw people and I saw happenings and it was like so fast, a thousand times a minute, you know, that these were coming. And then I was told... The past and the future are all right now, all simultaneously. And it was a lot more than I could really wrap my head around. But that's what happened. And it gave me a sort of concept that right now is all that you need. You don't need to pull from past to be able to win an argument. And it's all about the connection to your higher self, to all that is, to source, to God, whoever it is that you feel comfortable calling, intuitively responding in every conversation, and you will be guided. And we're so, it's like we're grasping at things to be able to have these conversations, and your mind is working so fast and so. So busy that you forget you have two ears and one mouth. And what does that mean? That means you need to listen more than you need to speak. And we're so busy already preparing our responses Mm -hmm. that we're not even listening. And that's all symptoms of not being in the now. And I say that so that you can start to recognize what's happening in your experience because the awareness of what's happening is the first step to healing and And to being who you truly want to be
2: and don't forget the two eyes where you can you know observe more too (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: absolutely Absolutely fantastic. I have enjoyed this so much, both of you. Um, yeah. I think there's so much value in this conversation. And where people can find you is the best place to find you on your YouTube channel. So
3: it is all one word, hi, vibes, up on YouTube. <laughs> then you can also find it on Rumble and
2: Twitter, Twitter and
0: Telegram. Telegram. Uh also high at gmail.com if you need to swing swing by an email. Um we keep it simple. Oh yeah, there's WordPress too.
3: So that's the uh www.hvumaga.wordpress.com. <laughs>
1: fantastic well i will put all those links below and please do check out these guys channels there's so much good content on there you've heard a sample of what you can expect and i really hope we can connect again thank you so so much both of you have a fantastic day You you too love you catherine i really hope you enjoyed that conversation And I hope there's at least one thing that you can take away and apply to your own life or to the lives of your animals. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if you feel inspired, please do share with your friends and family. My goal is to inspire as many people as I can to live their best lives, to stay curious and to raise their consciousness and that of the collective. So to do this, I need to reach as many people as possible and this needs your help. If you feel drawn, would you be willing to share your favourite episode with five different people? This helps us spread the word and also helps me encourage some exciting new guests to take part in this podcast. If you feel drawn to do that, I will be very, very grateful. All the links and discount codes where applicable for all the products that I support are on my two websites, katherineedwards.life and CatherineEdwardsAcademy.com. All of the products are personally tried and tested by me, my family and my clients. And finally, please do press the follow or subscribe button depending which platform you're listening on. And above all, stay curious and stay free.